This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Hey, yes, hello. Welcome to this Tuesday edition. Good morning. Of the Kramer and Jess radio experience. <laughs> Six o'clock club. Check in with us. 410-583-1065. We start the show every day, dedicating it to the people of Maryland that are up at Adam, man. Everybody else is asleep right now. It's cold. You could be under your blankets, but you're up. You're listening to the radio, and we appreciate you. So text us, and we shout you out. 410-583-1065. Veronica is here. Good morning to Greek goddess Diana from Annapolis. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber, good morning. Just are from Westminster. Uh, Hope a dope counting down six more days till vacay. You're so Yo. close. Good morning to Stephanie in Nottingham. Clever Kevin is here. Francesca the nurse. Sexy Dan from the Eastern Shore. We got Lou and Glenn Bernie checking in this morning. Lori, Christine, Mama McJam, Mr. W, Kathy in Parkville. Good morning to Nancy is here. Um, CC, the DC educator from Severna Park. Good morning. Eileen, have an amazing day. And Andy from Columbia checking in back from the gym. Early start. Go ahead, Andy. When is spring break, by the way? Does it start now? I can't remember. Is it April or is it March? And it may be college versus Oh, like high uh, school or you that's know, true. Uh, grade school. Oh yeah, I feel like it's gonna be different. What did you What did you do for spring break? Like what when when Jet? Let's go to high school spring break and college spring break. What did you do for those time periods? Were you like one of those travelers? I was envious of the kids back when I was a kid. I grew up in Georgia, right? So the cool thing to do because it was MTV was there, like <laughs> everybody hilarious. wanted to go to Not Florida. Daily. Oh yeah, are you kidding me? MTV Spring Break, uh-huh. Panama City Beach. March like, or April, basically. So, you know. That was it. Like, that was a spring break dream. I never did it until I actually started working down there. Mm-hmm. And I was just too old then, really, to be hanging out with, you know, high school and college kids at that point. Yeah. I never really did anything for spring break. There's part of me that's like, why did I not? Like, I just kind of took the week and just hung out. I never went on, like, a trip for mm-hmm. spring break. No, me either. Never. Stayed home. Went to my nana and thought this house went, swimming, went swimming, was, was with my family. And then by the time I was in college. I was working. So it's, you know, I never really had like a go anywhere type situation for spring break. What was spring break like for you, especially if you're from Maryland? Like, is it Ocean City? Is that like the obvious go to? Or is it still too cold? Because I feel like it'd still be too cold. Yeah, right now it's chilly. Does everybody still go to Florida Mm -hmm. for spring break? Nowadays, kids, I'll tell you what, like, I don't understand this 
I don't know if this, this generation's still doing it, but the generation after me, they were like going to like Mexico. I'm like, my parents mm-hmm. would never let me get on an airplane Man, if and I, fly to Mexico when I was 17 or whatever. When like, I was what? at home, if I did not have school, I was staying home watching my sister. So that was yeah. basically my my responsibility. Me and Butter just kicking it at the house. I feel like we get screwed. I feel like what we should do as a, maybe we'll do this next year, because this takes way too much planning and not enough resources, but we should have like an adult redo spring break. You know what I mean? What does that look for like for all you? of us that like just didn't like get a chance? Or how about this? What if we just said and we designate a week that we're like, okay, April whatever. Let's just let me look at the calendar. April the tenth through the fourteenth, we're gonna go on the Kramer and Jess spring break, which means like all of us collectively are just going to take a week off. I don't even think we'll be able or we'll be allowed to call it spring break. It's going to be PTO for us. I know. It's, not, know as, it's I mean? not as fun when you only get two you weeks. Can't, you can't be 40 and say you're on spring break. You know Let's what I mean? see why not. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore top three with Jess. Number three. March is National Women's History Month, so every day for the month of March, we're taking a moment uh, to look at the way women have made the world a better place. And today, March 21st, we remember Viola Desmond, a Canadian civil rights activist. And in November of 1946, she went to a movie theater in New New Glasgow, Nova Scotia. Unaware that the theater was segregated, she chose a main floor seat. But when she refused to move to the balcony where black patrons were expected to sit, she was dragged out of the theater and thrown into jail. So by refusing to change seats and by fighting her conviction in court, she directly challenged segregation in Canada and she became a leader in Canada's civil rights movement. Later in 2018, she became the new face of Canada's $10 bill, becoming the first woman to appear alone on Canadian currency who's not a British royal. What, what year was that? When she got thrown out? Yeah. 1946. Man, wasn't that long ago, mm-hmm. you know? So she basically like Rosa Parks, like the Canadian Rosa Parks, you mm-hmm. know? Damn, that's cool. Number two. To celebrate March Madness, Domino's has announced 50% off all menu-priced pizzas that are ordered online now through this Sunday, March 26th. You can order any size pizza, any crust, any toppings online, and you automatically get 50% off regular menu price. Can I ask the dumbest question you're going to hear on the radio all day today? Yeah. What in the world is March Madness? NCAA tournament. No, I, everything we've been talking about. But what is that? What is that? Is it like the World Series of basketball? Y'all, I'm so Col- bad at sports. Of college basketball. College basketball. Yeah, and, and so, our, yes, and the Terps, like the women's basketball team, I our women's I, I'm basketball keeping up team with that. is doing very, very well But I'm right trying now. to figure out, like, is so this is basically all the, I know this sounds so stupid to most of you, but I also know there's probably somebody out there that hears March Madness every single year, and you have literally no idea what that means because it's your Super sports Bowl, knowledge. Yeah, Super so, Bowl of college basketball. Ball, and both like, men's and women's. And they're like narrowing it down, right? Mm-hmm. Like on both sides. <laughs> okay. I'm like literally every year I've heard that. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. March Madness. No idea. Number one. More than 20 years later, director Ridley Scott is making Gladiator 2. Oh, damn. The 2000 film that won five Oscars, including Best Picture and Best Actor for star Russell Russell Crowe, is getting a sequel. And insiders say two-time Oscar winner Denzel Washington is set to star in the action film. Washington will reunite with Scott after working together on 2007's American Gangster. As of right now, Gladiator 2 is set for November 2024. What I I don't know if I saw. Did you see the original one? Yes. 
So this is going to be like Ma- obviously Maximus is like no longer. So it's not like that's Russell Crowe's character, right? Okay. Yeah. Spoiler. Twenty year spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. He dies. Yes. Okay. Have you seen the original? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Really? No, I haven't seen it. You so, should. That's so, actually. You should see that movie. It's a really good movie. So then Denzel Washington will be the new. No. No. He's, no. I have no word on what his character is going to be. Got it. So we'll we'll see what happens. But hey, if it's the original director, it's I'm really cool. hopeful yeah. it's going to be good. Yeah. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Why don't women buy men flowers? I know that sounds like maybe like a weird question, and maybe it's like gender role thing that we're having to kind of think through here for a second. I actually, I went out yesterday. You know what I did? I bought myself flowers straight up Miley Cyrus style. I can buy myself flowers. So nice. And I felt like an empowered woman there for a second. <laughs> no, I, um, in case you don't know, my dog passed away maybe three weeks ago. And I had a couple of different people send me flowers for a passing. And so I had flowers all throughout my house mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks. And I was like, it's kind of nice. And then, you know, they died. And so when I was kind of looking at my house the last couple of days, I'm like, it feels empty in here. So I was at the grocery store yesterday. I've never my whole entire life, and I don't know that most men would do this, but I actually bought myself a bouquet of flowers. Nice. Just because. Just because I wanted to, like, feel good. Yeah. And I take it home, and they already kind of died, but it's okay. I tried, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, so I posted this on social media yesterday, and I, I put on there, I was like, do you know any men that buy themselves flowers? And not a lot of responses about that. But what I got a ton of responses of was from women that says, I either once or twice or three times have bought my husband, my boyfriend, whoever, my male figure in my life, mm-hmm. flowers, and they literally melted down. I'm so cute. Because they felt so special in that moment. Yeah. Because typically, we think just straight gender roles. You think, you know, a man's going to go out and buy flowers for a woman, bring her flowers, and feels good. Have you ever bought Garage Boy flowers before? I don't think I have, but I asked him one time. I'm like, do you want, because I think like Valentine's Day stuff, like, are you into that? Like, do you want flowers? You yeah. know? Um, and he was like, nah, you know, but I asked him just in case, because I, I thought about that too. Like, is it something that you want to do that makes you feel special? But I do, I like that you tried doing that for yourself because every week on Mondays, it's part of my like self-care routine. Yeah. I go and get flowers and make a bouquet for myself. Would Every you? single week. And I think it adds, like like you'd said, like you didn't, I don't think you expected that, but it just adds like a freshness and sweetness it's, in your home. Listen, as, as a single man, there's not a lot of sweetness and freshness in my house. Yeah. And so to have that in my bedroom, put it right next to my, like literally right next to my bed and every day I wake up and I'm like, it feels good to have it right there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to challenge you to do something because I really want to know. And this goes out to every woman listening right now that's in like a heterosexual relationship because I feel like men may not say it's important to them, I wouldn't have thought it would have been. Yeah. I wouldn't have think that getting flowers was a big deal or not. By the way, today is National Flower Day. No coincidence here. I can buy myself flowers. And yeah, I can buy myself flowers. I get it. But like, even if your man says, even if Garage Boy says, whoever's listening, I don't want flowers, I don't want dead. Will you buy him flowers just because? Take him home. Maybe you'll hate it. I don't know. Maybe you'll report back and you'll be like, no, he wasn't into that at all. He kind of freaked him out. I don't know how most guys would react. Mm-hmm. But I know just by getting flowers from people after my dog Kiki passed away, it was the most like, oh, my God, thank you so much. So if you do that, seriously, next time you the grocery store, pick up some. Give them to your, your man and then let me know how that goes. I'm genuinely curious how men would react 
when you give them flowers. There's a tweet that's going viral this morning from a dad or a soon-to-be dad here mm-hmm. in Maryland. And he tweeted this out and he now has 5,000 responses, which is really cool because apparently there's a lot of positives of being a parent, y'all. <laughs> he tweeted this out. He said, I'm tired of hearing the, you'll never sleep again. Your travel life is over. Say goodbye to your weekends. My first baby is joining us in three weeks and I'm excited, nervous, anxious, and grateful. I'd love to hear your favorite parts of having a newborn, a baby, and kids. And I'll be honest, man, like, as a as a guy that potentially could have a child, I can't imagine the amount of anxiety that you must have pre-being a parent. I'm talking, like, post-pregnant, pre-baby. Yeah. All the ideas that must go through your head, and it's exactly what you do, right? I think that's... Most of my parental friends give me the same kind of thing. Like, oh, wow, good luck. It's kind of like the automatic response initially. You ain't never going to sleep again. There goes your social life. It's going to be so stressful the first six months. I mean, that's really kind of what you hear. So this this Maryland man tweeted this out. It goes viral. And I thought we'd run over some of the responses. And if you've got a good response to that, like the positive sides to you of being a parent, text it to us, 410-583-1065. My goal is, is that we can, he says his baby's like three weeks away from being born. That's so soon. So I don't know if, if we'd be able to find him, but if we can get this guy on the show, I'd love to be able to go over some of your answers with him as well mm-hmm. as a new soon-to-be dad, right? Uh, Jess, read me some of these tweet responses that people are saying. One uh, one Twitter user said, Babies are magic. Just had my fourth, and it will never cease to amaze me how much you can love hanging out with a person you just laid eyes on and who also can't talk. I have so many mom friends say the same thing. So they said, like, you never have a conversation with your child for the first couple of years, mm-hmm. but it's like you know everything about each other. Seems so cool. And the, like, the most insane connection yeah. you can even imagine. Uh, another tweet. It's an opportunity to roll back the clock on your own life. Mm. One of my favorite parts is the excuse to be a kid again. My daughter is 21, and I still and I still feel like I can act younger because of her influence in my life. And I see that in y'all too, man. You ever been to a cheer competition before? Oh, so cool. <laughs> you ever been to a cheer competition before? That's literally, I feel like, what it is. It's all these moms that used to be cheerleaders, yeah. and now their kids are doing They're literally in the back like, yeah, go, go. Like doing the hand motion, the I mean, dances, everything. We went to my cousin's basement game over the weekend and we had the most fun cheering him on it's so cool we're, we're reading these responses to a, a tweet a maryland man sent out asking what are the positive sides of being a parent because he's really only getting like the negatives mm-hmm. what else another tweet two pieces of advice that i received and i love one you can never take enough photos and videos you'll always love them later in life and two cavemen did it and stupid people do it every day <laughs> you're going to be just fine very sweet. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point, too. That's a good point. Think how many people dumber than you. No, I don't care who's listening right now. And I don't care how dumb you think you are. I guarantee there's somebody dumber out there that's raised a child and have done it just effectively. So I think you're going to be just fine. All right, give me one more. Uh, the greatest thing is when they laugh. Watching your baby or your six-year-old just laugh is the best feeling ever, just knowing that they're happy. Super freaking I'm cute. so sweet. So here's what we're going to do. Again, text us. If you get like a positive side of being a parent, all right? Just get, don't give us can't sleep. Don't give us this so expensive. Diapers this. Formula that. Give us the positive ones. And then we're going to try to get this guy on the show in the next couple of days and pass along your advice or the positive sides of being a parent. Who is this? Hi, good morning. My name is Cindy. I'm the one that Kramer was rude to at the Hippodrome. 
And it is so good to get you on the phone because I feel like we need a good redemption story here. If you weren't here last week, we got a, a, a call out of nowhere. Jess did because apparently one of you saw me being a questionable a-hole in public. Do you want to explain, mm-hmm. Jess? Yeah, we had a listener call and basically tell us that she over that she saw Kramer um, at the Hippodrome the other night when he was seeing a musical. Another listener asked to take a picture with him. And because it was about to be showtime, everyone had to go to their seats. But the way that he basically denied her of a photo left, what was her name, Carrie Ann, it was such a bad taste in her mouth that she felt the need to call us and tell you how much you were being a jerk. So as I was rushing to my seat, deny the picture, was I being an a-hole? Whatever you say, we will take as the ultimate truth of what happened in that situation. Oh, my God. So let me tell you, you were not the rude person. It was my husband. Yes! Oh, not your husband. It was my husband, yes. We were running so late because of the storm. Yeah. We lost electricity. We're, try- we're trying to get my daughter something to eat before we leave, trying to get some set up yeah. because it's dark. Right. And we're so late. So we're in line, and I recognized your voice. And yeah. let me tell you, you guys had some really big shoes to fill from Bethany and Reagan. Sure. And my daughters were a little nervous, you know, still listening to you guys. Yeah. But um, they love you. So Aww. let me tell you a little backstory. So I, we listened to your um, segment about the psychic. So I wanted to introduce you to my hygienist at my office. That was a few months ago. Oh, and then I thought about you Tuesday morning thinking, gosh, do I have enough nerve to, like, call him? And then when I saw you, I was like, oh, my God, it's meant to be. I have to tell him. Oh, my God. Okay. And, and you couldn't take a picture with her? <laughs> okay, so that, okay, there's a lot going on right now. So uh, the psychic story was, I, I, had a, I talked to a psychic a couple months ago that said I was about to either meet or re-meet my soulmate. And you think you may actually know the person that this could be, yeah? And you felt the need to tell me that. Well, then, okay, can and we... And she wanted to tell you that, but you, but you wouldn't take a picture wait, with her? so uh, that interaction, though, was it, was it, was I being an a-hole once and for all? No, 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 hold on one second. I have to let my girls... Can you say hi to Kat and Liz before they go to school? Oh, my gosh, hi yes. Guys. Hi, guys. Have a good day at school. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Okay. Have a good day. Have a good day, Don't guys. Fight. Don't cuss anybody out. I'll see you at three. <laughs> Love you. But wait. Don't give anyone the finger. But wait, why was your husband, why was your husband like, mean? Uh, so, we... He um, had to go to a meeting on Thursday, and we usually go on Thursdays. So he switched his tickets. He was just nervous he was going to be locked out. Yeah, we um, all were. Like you were. Yeah. Of course, everyone, you know, oh, you have 30 seconds, get your seat. Yeah. But then, honestly, when I heard your voice, I'm like, oh, my God, because I thought about you in the morning. Yeah, right. And I'm like, I want to call him. I want to introduce him to my dental hygienist, but, do I, am, am, you know, do I have enough nerve to do that? Right. Um, so I didn't, but then when I heard your voice, I'm like, oh, my God, it's a sign. It's, it, it, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's meant to be. It's meant to be. So was I, when, when I was like, sorry, we don't have time for a picture, did, did that come across where you like, oh, my gosh, you're such you a know, I didn't even hear your reaction. All I heard was my husband, like, hold his breath and scream as loud as he could. <laughs> I said, can you please take a picture for Cat and Liz? He roared. We, no. We were literally all so panicked. We were so panicked trying to of get course. our seats at that moment. We, everyone that's got there at that point, one minute for the show, we were all just like, go, yeah. go, get to no, your let's seat. Go. Let's get go. to your I seat. Know. Okay. Bye.
To make you feel even worse, my adopted special needs daughters would have loved your picture. Oh, we will have to do a a redo. Can we agree to a redo? Will that work? Yeah. Because I feel like that interaction was so bad. Yeah, I still feel like the interaction was bad. Yes. <laughs> that, like, we need to, like... I feel like she's basically saying you were an a-hole, but we, it's fine. We got to figure this out. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Is it required for you to change your last name when you get married? She's 11 years old and really savvy. And it's that time of the week, friends, when you really need some advice, you know you should go to children. Okay, that's that's kind of what we realized on this show. Adults, we overthink things too hard. Kids don't. They just have very honest. simplistic and honest answers. They don't overthink stuff. They just do it. Mm-hmm. Why do you think they eat crayons? Because they just go in the moment. <laughs> so... We turned over the show now to advice from a child. And this child is who? Abby is 11. She does not eat crayons. Um, I think she's better at life than me, actually. And I'm really close to my family. And so now I just talk to Abby about just different things that I'm going through in my life. So what is happening today? I wanted Abby's opinion about dropping our last name. Mm. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you for some advice? Mm-hmm. What do you think people should do about their last name when they get married? It's something that I've been thinking about with, you know, me and Gerald are getting married next year. And I want to know your opinion on what I should do about my last name, our last name. Like, do you think it's something? And I'm, I'm thinking like all different types of scenarios right now. Sometimes people will hyphen the last name. Sometimes women just drop their last name and take on their husband's last name. What do you think about that? I guess it just like depends on what you want to do because what my mom did she just dropped her last name and switched and then went to Dutra. Mm-hmm. And like if I get married, I'd want to like keep my last name. I want to keep Dutra because I just I like it. What do you mean when you say that you like our last name? Why you want to keep it? I guess I just like how it sounds like. Dutra. <laughs> nice. I guess it just depends on the person, what you want to do, and how you want to do it. 
Would it be weird to you if me and you didn't have the same last name anymore? Not really, because I have a lot of um, family that doesn't have the same last name as me. And I'm not forcing or anything, but my opinion, you should keep Dutra. <laughs> <laughs> not, not forcing okay. or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Av. Love you. Love you. I mean, it's a big decision. It was right? so weird having that conversation with her because it was like, I'm not just dropping my last name. It's, it's me and hers. You yeah. know what I mean? Where's your head at right now? I don't have a decision made, to be honest with you. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting to be, like, conflicted about it, um, but I'm having a really hard time Pros, of cons. just dropping my last name. Pros of, of dropping your last name and going with just Garage Boy's last name. Um, just, you know, that I'm getting married and, like, the fairy tale of it and, and having his last name. I'm, I'm proud to have his last name. I'm proud to, like, be his wife, you know? Con of, of dropping your last name when I, you get married. I feel like I'm removing a piece of my family yeah. from me, and I don't like that. Let me tell you this. If I get remarried, I will find it very weird for my partner to take my last name anymore. So you'd find it weird? It feels weird to me in 2023, doesn't it? Like, I I just, I, 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 when I got married the first time, I was very adamant because she was like, I think I want to keep my last name. I was like, no, that's not what you do, right? I'm the mm. man, you're the woman, this is what we do. I grew up in the South, that's like, that's it, right? Mm. Then we did it, and, like, it just felt bizarre, I guess, to, like, it was almost like, okay, now you're mine. Like, you're, you're part of this family now. Screw that family. You're not that anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think in 2023, it's got a whole different meaning to it, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Like, if you got some advice for Jess, I think what would be interesting to hear this morning, I don't know if we'll get a call on this or not, but did you change your last name once you got married and regretted it? Because mm. I don't feel like you hear a lot of those stories. We could take plenty of calls. And I changed my name. And I'm so happy. But did anybody change their name once they got married and you regret that decision? Again, I don't know if we can get calls. Maybe we take a stab at it. Uh, we have a text from your neighbor that says, definitely regret. Um, for one, my old name was so much easier to spell. And for two, <laughs> I had a nickname that was based on my last name. For three, uh, her last reason being, I miss having the same name as my parents who've passed. Mm. Yeah. Do you feel like that there's part of that that might feel bizarre? Like a part of you that's like giving yourself up, like who you are, well, if I you think, were to give up your last name? I think as far, I, I relate to this text as far as like um, wishing you had the same name as your parents who have passed. A part of me feels connected to my loved ones who have passed away that had that last name. Yeah. Which I think is a really big reason for me that I'm struggling with to not have that anymore. 410-583-1065. This is Ashley from Columbia on line four. Hello, Ashley. Good morning. Hi. You regret changing your last name once you get married. Yeah, I regret it. I, I, uh, now I am divorced mm-hmm. and I have my name back, but mm-hmm. my child. Oh, Wait, no, we Ashley, lost you. Ashley, Ashley. You, you said your children what? The towers in Columbia are terrible this morning. <laughs> my children don't have my last name now. So no, I went back to my maiden name and they, they don't identify with my maiden name at all. They're like, what name is that? We don't want that name. That's a, that's a stupid name. Hmm. And so that's half of their family. So you're but saying you're saying that because you got divorced, now your kids don't have the last name as you. Now, let's take this back to when you were married. Did you have any regrets? Because a divorce is tricky, y'all. I can tell you. It's a weird, tricky thing where you, where you regret a lot of things. But do you... Did you have a problem with it then, or was it only post-divorce that you had to worry about it? 
until the last possible moment to change my last name because I didn't want to give it up. I was actually all in favor of coming up with a new last name that we could both take on. Okay. Um, it wasn't a loss for either one of us, but at the end of the day, he was adopted. I had three brothers, so I felt like, you know, it was more in his favor since he didn't have, he was adopted and without siblings. Right. Um, for his family name to be carried on. Mm-hmm. Um, and as it turns out, um, so far only um, out of me and my brothers who would have been able to carry on my last name, they haven't had any children, so that's not going to happen. But that aside, mm-hmm. I think it's all like I took on a last name that was very difficult to spell. <laughs> and we keep hearing that. I know, there's a lot of complaints on the text line about that. <laughs> Placement in the alphabet. Like, if you're at the beginning of the alphabet, do you really want to go? No, I feel that. No, I, I feel that. I will say, Garage Boys' last name starts with C, so I am coming up on one letter. So that I think that is a plus for me that's, in that's, my quarter. That's the come up with last names. Sandra, you did not change your name. You decided to stay with your maiden name. Yes, I did not change my last name. I just felt like it wasn't necessary. Like, I, I wanted to keep my last name. You know, I'm married and everything, but I, I just felt like, you know, it's my last name. I'm very proud of it. And I did it, and my husband was okay with that. And has that, how has that affected you guys, good or bad, when it comes to having, just keeping your last name? Because I've always wondered that, too, but there's part of me, and Jess, you may feel the same way. If I were to get remarried... I, I don't want you, I don't want anyone to feel like they're losing part of their identity mm-hmm. just because we're married. Like you're still you, right? Like you're still you. It just it, you're not you're not really necessarily part of my family. You're still part of your family, you know. So how does that affected you guys? Exactly. I don't think it affected us in any way. It's you know for me it's just I mean there, my son when he was younger he did ask you know why don't you have why same last name as my dad and me you know Mm -hmm. but then I just explained to him oh you know this was my dad's last name and I just kept it and I I can't even remember at the time what I told him but (laughs) I remember that one time he did question it yeah but then you know it's just normal you know well, my husband was okay and mm-hmm. i just felt like i was keeping it and it's, you're happy with that decision that you've made now yeah i'm happy no regrets and yeah well so, how does it affect uh, that is a good question so who are the kids last name named after they just have my husband's last name i i didn't want to do the whole you know because their last name is Mejia. I didn't want to do hyphen and then my last name or any of that. I just wanted to keep it simple. <laughs> so they just have they just have my husband's last name. I, I guess that's, yeah. that's probably good, too, when they're acting up, because you can be like, those are technically your kids. They have your last <laughs> yeah, name. They're, so. not, they're not mine. <laughs> now, now, now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three, three. with Jess. Number three. There is an increased wildfire risk in Maryland going on right now. The National Weather Service has issued a special statement saying low humidity, gusty winds, and dry conditions will create elevated fire conditions on the eastern shore. So just a warning, the humidity is expected to drop into the 20 to 25% range with winds um, up to 20 miles per hour. Residents are advised to use caution if handling any ignition sources. That also includes cigarettes and matches. Number two. 
even after YouTube TV dropped one of its most successful networks, the MLB Network, the streamer continues to make its service more expensive. Google announced that it's raising YouTube TV subscription rate from $64.99 to now $72.99 per month. So this $8 per month hike is being blamed on the rise of what they're calling content costs. The price increase is now in effect for new members, and this will begin April 18th for existing members. Y'all, we ruined it. Honest to God, we ruined it. Kids, gather around the radio for a second. I'm going to tell you something your parents haven't shared with you before. <laughs> Back in our day, oh, okay. we used to have this thing called cable. Mm. Okay, And cable was really expensive because mm. you had to like have all these channels you didn't really watch. And like it was kind of annoying. And it, it ended up being $72 a month. And we're like, we don't need this. Yeah. So what we did was we got rid of it. We got something called Netflix. Netflix was $5 a month or something. It was pennies. Is you that how it started? It was so cheap. I don't even remember. There was one service. It was called Netflix. And that's all we had. And yeah. that was great. And we were like, wow, we could all just drop our cable boxes because now we're just paying five dollars a month for a bunch of content Mm -hmm. great well now fast forward to 72 dollars and 99 cents a month i still gotta go pay for netflix which is like 79 dollars a month now hbo is 150 dollars a month youtube tv is pretty cool though because it's like obviously you have everything that's already like encompassed of youtube on top of like all the you know, it, things you'd want to watch the, as far as, like, TV-wise. The problem is you can't just have one, though. No. You're still going to need Netflix, Hulu, and the plus. Disney+. Plus. If, yeah, if you want to watch Ted Lasso, you have to have Apple TV+. Plus. Paramount+. Plus. Yeah. I didn't want Paramount minus. I don't want none of it, but now i got to have it because there's that one show that I watch. I'm telling you. Yeah. Y'all, we need to go back to cable, period. We need to go back to cable. I'm over the streaming services. I'm going back to cable. Number one. If you don't have Paramount Plus, he will need this if you'd like to watch this, what I'm about to tell you. Uh, Get ready to hear your favorite 90s fast food. Welcome, Lion, again, because 25 years after the first film, Good Burger 2 is officially in the works with Paramount Plus. Keenan Thompson and Kel Mitchell have confirmed the news. Both will be returning in the sequel. Originally started out as a sketch on Nickelodeon's All That, turned into a movie released in 1997, and tripled its budget at the box office with $24 million. They just thought they were going to make $8 million off that movie. Good Burger 2 will be available on Paramount Plus later this year. Are you not annoyed right now? Why? Because of the Paramount Plus? I can't. I just can't. I mean, I'm so going to get it because I, I need it. I think I have it. I don't know if I have it, but if I don't, I will. You best believe. I got to see Good Burger too. That's how they get you. God, I'm so, I'm just going to go broke over this, you know? Truly. I'm excited. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Do you think it's okay to date your ex's friend once the relationship is over? You are about to enter the courtroom of Judge Jessica Dutra. This is Judge Jess. Welcome to another episode of Judge Jess. Presiding today is Judge Jessica Dutra. Me. She has a degree from the School of Hard Knocks. Yeah, School of Life. It's been rough out here. <laughs> if, you've, if you've never been here for Judge Jess before, Judge uh, Judge Jess is the most judgmental person in all of Maryland, probably. She's a very judgmental person. Mm-hmm. So if you're ever having a, a dilemma between you and somebody else, let's have Jess decide how that dilemma should go. Yeah. Right? So if you find yourself in these situations, you can call our voicemail. That number, 855-Kramer-Jess. 855-Kramer-Jess. Tell us your dilemma, and then Jess will rule. Hi. So I really don't want to say my name, but I'm calling from Baltimore. 
And I have a question for Judge Steph. Mm -hmm. So, basically, I have been broken up with my ex for, like, maybe about eight months now. And um, the whole reason we even got together was a mutual friend of ours. And this mutual friend, who is his best friend, um, he's kind of been hitting me up, you know, like, asking me out, kind of. And he wants to take me out on a date. And I'm, I don't know what to do. I mean, I would be lying if I said I didn't think he was cute. And, you know, we've always gotten along really well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it sucks maybe we didn't date before. But now that I'm an ex of his best friend, I don't know what to do. Like, if it's wrong. And my best friend is, like, it's messy. So I don't know. I don't know. Like, can I go on a date with this guy? Or should I just, should I just rule it out altogether? Wow. All right. So no, anonymous. She, Obviously, you wanted to be anonymous for a reason. She finds herself in a situation, Jess. Her friend is telling her, it's weird if you go on a date with your ex's friend. Yeah. That's off limits. She is saying, I have these feelings. Yeah, and she's being pursued. Who is right in this situation? Here's the thing. It's not, as far as, like, you know, what isn't your fault, it's not like you went and you're seeking out this said friend who is the mutual friend and the reason for your past relationship. True. So I think that's a positive there. I think something we can't ignore is that, you know, a homie hopper, <laughs> that, that term's going to get thrown out there. It is what it is. I just want to give you the facts. But again... <laughs> homie, when's the last time anyone used that term? I forgot about that one. But again, you know, sometimes... Love comes from the situations that you don't expect. Sometimes you find love in a hopeless place. And if this is the way you want to find love, that's fine. You're going to be judged. But if it's if you want to risk it all, you can risk it all. But just remember, that friendship between maybe your new boyfriend and your ex-boyfriend is going to be no longer. So as long as he is cool with that so and he's willing saying, to give up that friendship, you're then... You're saying balls in, in the friend's court more than her. Yeah, because that friend has to be willing to let go of the other homie forever because that's how it is. And if you think the love and the connection is worth it, by all means. How would you feel? Let's all go to this spot for a second. How would you feel if you found out that one of your friends was dating your ex? Yeah. Be a problem? Well, they wouldn't be my friend anymore. You'd, you'd have to drop them. 100%. Anybody been in this situation before? We may actually be able to get some calls on this. 410-583-1065. If you ever dated basically like one of your ex's friends, how did that turn out? Yeah. Did that actually go well? We can get some advice. But hey, but sometimes it works out. Like, you know, my dad met my mom through a mutual friend. All right. Grab, grab, grab and we all know me. how that turned out two kids later. You know what I mean? <laughs> So that's what I mean. You know, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't even be here. So, uh, you you know, go for it if that's what you want. But a homie will be lost in translation. Okay, this should be really interesting. Mix 1065, it's Kramer and Jess. The question that we pose with Judge Jess is, can you date one of your ex's friends once that relationship is over. Mm-hmm. Got a call from a lovely young lady asking Judge Jess that exact same question. And we're like, well, I mean, your take on it's what? You can. Uh, no, you can, but we all have to, all parties need to understand that that initial friendship is going to be no longer if you choose to, you know, date an ex. What, what I'm trying to figure out is somebody that actually has been there before. Mm-hmm. Did you ever do that and how did that turn out for you? You guys might have success stories. You may say it was terrible. 410-583-1065. Uh, this is Grace on one from Habit of Grace. Hello, Grace. Hello. You have dated one of your ex's friends after their relationship was over. Yes, and I've done it more than once. Oh, damn. So. Okay, mm-hmm. so you've got plenty of experience to speak from. So share that perspective, Grace. Um, 
And I actually, I was also friends with them, too. So I ended up just losing all of them as my friend. And then they called me, like, nasty names afterwards. So, wait, everybody, wait, everybody turned against you? Well, it was a group of, like, guys, basically, you know. I'm and confused. so all of them stayed. They actually all stuck together. You know, they did stay friends, but they all hated me. But that doesn't make sense. So you never got any support from the guy that obviously wanted to, like, you know, be more than friends with you. So once that was over, they all just turned on you. Well, because... First, it was one person, and then it was when it was another. They were really good friends, so mm-hmm. it was like if I, because like honestly, I mean, it was when I was really young, and now I would be like totally mad if my friend did that. You know, like my best, okay. so, my okay. bestest friend, my close friend. It's wrong. I feel like it's not okay. I okay. So I feel like you really went one step further here. You were like, I'm going to date every friend in the circle. So that's. I mean, I don't want to say every friend, but it was definitely more than one. Yeah. Okay, so maybe one would have been okay. One ex's friend may have been okay. Multiple, I think we're going to run the into the guy. Issues. But you, but you deserve to have more support from the guy, though. I feel like if both you guys are going to make that decision, I think it's kind of mean that they all turned on you because it takes two to tango. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But guys will be guys sometimes, you know. Sometimes there's some nice ones out there, and sometimes there's not. You never know what you're going to get. Sometimes we do be guying. That is true. Thank you for calling us. Yeah, 410-583-1065. Let me talk to, this is Allison in Baltimore. Hello, Allison. Good morning. Good morning. You have dated one of your ex's friends. Uh, Yeah, I sort of kind of am currently oh but we were all kind of like friends to begin with Mm -hmm. so so tell us the situation then so how did this how this all go down uh i mean i we just kind of wanted to be more than friends well i mean you you were dating somebody wait you were dating somebody originally for how long uh about five years five years it was quite a while but it wasn't exactly exclusive okay Got it. So then when, when did you all of a sudden go from guy one to now his friend? I mean, we weren't like dating at the same time or anything. I yeah. kind of broke up with the one and they were also friends. I kind of pulled myself out of it, mm-hmm. even though we were friends all to begin with. I right. was like, this, it's not really worth it because I got kind of that backlash that she had gotten in that last one. Right. They all started... <laughs> They pin sides, basically. Yeah, I don't like this but, very much. I don't like. I don't think that's fair. So obviously, the well, second friend was had feelings for you as well. And then when you guys did. made that decision, and then when that's over, all of a sudden you're the bad guy at the end of the day. Well, no, like I'm still with that one. Okay, we've been together a few years already. What but issue? he lost his friendship with my ex. That's what we right. need to figure out. So right. you're saying it's all cool between the two of you, but he can't be friends now with his other friend that you dated because it's just too weird. Right. Okay. Oh, and both of you were kicked out of that friend group. Yeah. Oh, was damn. it worth it? Is your relationship with him was oh, that yeah. worth it? Okay, well, it was that- definitely worth it. <laughs> well, there you go. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 